Good evening, everybody. How are y'all? Is that, is that any better? Okay, there we go. All right, uh, before, we get, before I get started, let's uh, bow our heads and go to the Lord in prayer. God, I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful for this opportunity, Lord, you've, you've given me here at uh, First Baptist Church, Walnut Ridge. God, I'm so thankful that, you know, you brought me to Williams Baptist and uh, that, you know, you've, you've brought me here. Uh, I'm so thankful for all the relationships and all the awesome people that, you know, I've been able to meet and, you know, all the growth that's, that's happening in my own walk with you, Lord. Uh, God, I'm, I'm so thankful that you've called me to ministry, God, and that I've answered that call. God, I'm, I'm just looking forward to all the great plans and all the things you have for me, Jesus, and I'm just, I'm just so thankful, Lord, and I ask that, that you would be with me, Lord, as I speak tonight, God, because I know I'm just a man. Uh, apart from you, I'm nothing, and so I just ask that, that uh, you would allow me to be a mouthpiece for you and uh, just bless my words, Lord, and just uh, thank you so much for all that you do for us. In your name we pray. Amen. Good evening. How are y'all? Uh, for those that may not know me, my name is Harrison Williamson. I'm a youth ministry major. I'm a junior at Williams Baptist University. Uh, I joined uh, this church, I think, around October. And so I've, I've been a faithful member uh, since then, helping out every Wednesday night. And uh, I'm originally not from here. I'm originally from uh, around southeast Arkansas, kind of close to the Mississippi Bridge. Uh, and so that's just a, a little about me. But... Let's uh, go ahead and get right into this. Our uh, main text is going to be Romans chapter 12. So turn there with me, please. Romans 12, verses 1 through 16. All right, don't get scared by the 16 verses. It's not going to be long, I promise. Uh, starting, I'm just going to kind of read through them all, and then we're going to kind of break them down. So uh, starting in verse 1. Therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. For by the grace given to me, I tell everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he should think. Instead, think sensibly, as God has distributed a measure of faith to each one. Now, as we have many parts in one body, and all the parts do not have the same function, in the same way, we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another. According to the grace given to us, we have different gifts. If prophecy, use it according to the standard of one's faith. If service, in service. If teaching, in teaching. If exhorting, in exhortation. Giving with generosity. Leading with diligence. Showing mercy with cheerfulness. Love must be without hypocrisy. Detest evil. Cling to what is good. Show family affection to one another with brotherly love. Outdo one another in showing honor. 
Do not lack diligence. Be fervent in the spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in affliction. Be persistent in prayer. Share with the saints in their needs. Pursue hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Be in agreement with one another. Do not be proud. Instead, associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own estimation. All right, so uh, what I'm going to do is I'm kind of just going to break it down section by section, uh, first starting in verses 1 through 2. So kind of just get your eyes right there with me for a little bit. So uh, the first point really is that, you know, we're to live for Jesus Christ. Uh, we We are to live our lives for Jesus. Uh, in biblical times, they would uh, sacrifice animals to the Lord, all right? And so I, I've kind of did some research on this when uh, it talks about, you know, be a living sacrifice. Our sacrifice to God is different because we are living, all right? And so we are to honor God with, you know, the members of, like, each particular member of our body with what we, with our eyes, with our ears, with our hands, with our feet, you know, we are, all of our, our body is to be an instrument of righteousness for the Lord. And uh, it's important to know that we are a sacrifice for God. We are to be a, a living sacrifice for the Lord. And we are to be moving and we are to be active. Uh, God wants, you know, uh, God wants us. He doesn't just want our works. God wants us to, to, you know, live for him. That's what being a Christian is all about. So, uh. Let's transition to verses 3, verses 3 through 8. All right, this is probably one of my favorite passages of Scripture because, uh, you know, it it talks about, you know, how we're different. And this point is called different but equal. All right, I'm just going to read verses 3 through 8 again real quick. For by the grace given to me, I tell everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he should think. Instead, think sensibly. As God has distributed a measure of faith to each one. Now, as we have many parts in one body, and all the parts do not have the same function. In the same way, we who are many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. According to the grace given to us, we have different gifts. If prophecy, use it according to the standard of one's faith. If service, in service. If teaching, in teaching. If exhorting, in exhortation. Giving with generosity leading with diligence, showing mercy with cheerfulness. All right, so uh, we each have different gifts, but we unite as one. All right, and this is very important because the best way I can think of it is like this. All right, you know, we each have hands, we each have feet, we each have ears, we each have eyes. All right, they each have a different job. If the eyes had the same job as the ears do, you couldn't hear anything. All right, and just like if the ears had the same job as the eyes, you would never be able to see. All right, so... You know, the, the kingdom of God is filled with many different people. Some people are teachers. Some people are ministers. Some people are, uh, some people work in factories. You know, uh, some people, you know, work at the grocery store. You know, no job is more important than any other. You know, just because, you know, I'm a minister, that does not make me better than anybody else. All right, we are, or we are each assigned different jobs. All right, and, and you, and, uh, that is our mission field, all right? I know a lot, like, I've, I've been on several mission trips where, you know, we've gone to other places and you've gone overseas and, 
and those are good things we need to do. But honestly, every day is a mission trip. You know, you you're on mission when uh, when you're at your job. You're on mission when uh, when you're at lunch with some friends. You know, wherever you are, you are on mission for the Lord. All right, we are we each have different jobs. We are each assigned with the same task to love others. All right, you know, we each, you know, everybody's different, but we're also equal. Uh, in 2013, they did a survey, uh, and they asked people, you know, what their, what their biggest fears were. And, the, and, like, they listed, like, the top five biggest fears. And number, the number two fear in 2013 by people was public speaking, or, or was death, was dying. And number one was public speaking. All right, which means if you're at a funeral, you'd rather be the person in the casket than the one giving the eulogy. You know, we, uh, we each have different gifts, all right? Uh, just an example of that. I, you know, I, I'm a little nervous right now, I'm sure you can tell, but I like public speaking. I like speaking in front of others, all right? Uh, I, there's a, a real good friend of mine at uh, Williams who's a ministry major too, and he's t- every ministry class, he's top of the class, He's so very smart, but one of his biggest fears is public speaking. I would never want to guess that. And so, you know, we each have different gifts. We, God has each assigned us the same task, but, you know, different jobs. And so it's very important to, to know and remember that, that, you know, while we are all different, we are all to unite as one. God has made us equal. God has given us gifts, and those gifts are unique. And, you know, if everybody was the same, you know, like, it'd be hard to accomplish things. So, you know, God has made us different, and praise the Lord for that. So, uh, move on to, to verse 9 with me, please, as I read over verses 9 through 16. Verses nine, verse 9. Love must be without hypocrisy. Detest evil. Cling to what is good. Show family affection to one another with brotherly love. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lack diligence. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in affliction. Be persistent in prayer. Share with the saints in their needs. Pursue hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Be in agreement with one another. Do not be proud. Instead, associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own estimation. So really, uh, the, the point of these last verses are that, you know, we are, the, as, as followers of Christ, as, as Christians, we are to unite as one. All right, you know, there's several verses that reference that when it says, show family affection to one another. And, you know, it talks about serving the Lord together. All right, we, you know, we must serve the Lord together. You know, that's what being a Christian is all about. One of my, probably my favorite thing about being a Christian is that I get to fellowship with other believers, all right? Because I, you know, I love people. And so I just love to be around people and I love to fellowship with my fellow Christian friends. And, uh, you know, I, I see, I feel like this is a big problem today because I feel like sometimes Christians like to eat their own. Uh, something that I think is, is so important in these verses is just the things we should cling to, all right? Uh, you know, we should detest what it, we should detest evil and cling to what is good. We should show family affection to one another. We should strive to do to outdo one another in honor. 
We should be fervent in the spirit and we should serve the Lord. We should rejoice in hope. We should be patient in affliction. We should be persistent in prayer. We should pursue hospitality. All right, you know, we should, we should feel with our fellow brother and sister in Christ. We should rejoice with those who rejoice and we should weep with those who weep. All right, as followers of Christ, we are family. All right, even though you may not know me that well, we, as, as followers of Christ, we have that in common. And we should identify as being a Christian above anything else. I'm, like, I'm a Christian before I'm a white man. I'm a Christian before I'm a college student. I'm a Christian before I'm a, I'm a, a youth intern. I'm a Christian before I'm a whatever my job is. Like, I'm a Christian before I'm anything else. And that's what we should identify ourselves with. And so it is important to know that our identity is not in is not in things, is not on what we do to get a paycheck, is not in our hobbies. Our identity is in Christ and Christ alone. And so uh, that that's really like the, the the main points of this passage is that you know we are to we're to live for Jesus Christ because that's what He's called us to do. Our, our faith is an act of faith. All right, God has given us each individual gifts that we should strive to use every single day. And those gifts are different, and they vary from person to person. And, uh, you know, lastly, you know, Christians, followers, believers, we are a family. And so we need to love together. We need to, you know, live amongst other Christians, and we need to, you know, be active in that. Uh, you know, uh, just kind of wrapping this up, I told you I wouldn't be long, uh, just kind of wrapping this up, I just want to thank a few people, uh, I want to thank, uh, my parents, because obviously without them wouldn't be here, uh, I want to thank, uh, my, my mentor, his name is Ben Coulter, he, uh, is a pastor of a church down in Magnolia, Arkansas, uh, he is, him and his family and his wife Sheffield have helped me with a lot, so I want to thank him, uh, I know he's not here, so I can brag on him a little bit. I want to thank Dr. Norville, all right? I know uh, if, if you're around Williams or you're associated with Williams, you know all about him. And if you don't, you know, you're just missing out. Because I, I'm just going to tell you, there are not many more Christian men that I have higher respect for than Dr. Walter Norville. Uh, he is, he's helped me with a lot. He's mentored me. He's not, not only as a teacher, but there's no doubt that he's made me a better Christian and a better man. And that I will be the best minister I can be because of his help. And uh, also just, you know, want to thank uh, the church for, you know, uh, accepting me and, you know, allowing me to be a member here and allowing me to serve here and on Wednesday nights. And, uh, you know, I, I love serving here on Wednesday nights. I'm an RA at Williams, and so uh, I tell people all the time that I get a break from one chaos to go to another. And, uh, but, but, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. I, I love serving here. And. I'm just so thankful for, for you all, and uh, I'm looking forward to, to getting to know you over the next year and a half, two years, that, I'm, that I'll still be here at Williams, uh, and I'm just, I'm very thankful for, for, uh, for being licensed. I'm just very thankful for you all, and so uh, that's all I have, and I appreciate y'all giving me the chance to speak to you. not to go far away. What we're about to do is uh, give Harrison Williamson a, a, a certificate of license for the gospel ministry.
and it reads, this is to certify Harrison Williamson as one who has given evidence of a calling by God into ministry as servant of the Lord and was licensed to function in ministry as the opportunity may be presented and to exercise God-given gifts in ministry by First Baptist Church of Walnut Ridge, Arkansas on the 26th day of May, 2019. This church voted last Sunday night in business meeting to grant Harrison this license. You were able to hear his testimony back on uh, the Williams Singers Day when they were here for worship with us on April the 7th. Many of you have gotten to know Harrison. Um, some of you have ridden the church van with him to pick up and drop off people. Some of the teenagers have ridden the church van with him, and you guys can give Harrison a hard time later tonight. It's hurt your son, all right? So uh, he, he's been a, a tremendous help and a, a blessing to our church. I've been faithful to serve and faithful to use his gifts to serve the Lord. Um, I had it explained to me this way, just in case you're wondering what a license to ministry means. I grew up as a young man and felt like God had called me to preach when I was about 12 years old. I felt like that's what I was supposed to do with my life. That the, the more I grew up and the more I began to realize what that might mean for me and for my life, I talked to my youth minister and talked to my pastor, and they talked to me about being licensed to ministry and about being ordained to ministry. And so uh, uh, most of you are familiar with the concept called driving. I think just about all of you do that every day, right, if you're old enough to. And when you drive, first of all, you get a learner's permit. You remember that? Driver's permit. And then once you've gone through driving, you practiced and you've had your permit for a while, you're granted a driver's license. You can pass the written test and the, the skills test on the road. Um, my pastor, my youth minister growing up explained this to me. Your license to ministry is the church granting you the authority and the privilege to use and exercise your gifts as God gives you the opportunity. Kind of like a, a driver's permit or a learner's permit would be on the road. And then later on, um, down the road of life and ministry, if God genuinely has called you and the people have seen progress in your walk with the Lord and in your use of his gifts, then one day when a church calls you to, to serve as a full-time pastor or youth minister, then that church will choose to ordain you. And that means that they'll give you not just permission to, to use and to, and to grow and to learn about your call, but they will actually say, we believe that God has indeed called you and placed his hand upon your life for certain. And so tonight we are uh, granting Harrison this, this license to ministry. And I have just a few verses to read to him and to you that Paul wrote to Timothy, a young man who was called to ministry as well. He said, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. But instead, set an example for the believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith, and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching and to teaching. Do not neglect your gift, which was given to you through a prophetic message when the body of elders laid their hands on you. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and your doctrine closely. Persevere in them. Because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. And so tonight, as we close this part of our service, I'm going to ask Harrison, if he would, just to stand down here in the front. And I'm going to invite you to come and to pray over Harrison and for Harrison. He is serving this summer at First Baptist Church in Stuttgart 
as a youth intern, and uh, he's already been hard at work, and he's got a summer full of work, and then he 